This is CliffCentral.com. It is a beautiful Thursday morning right here on Cliff Central. Um, well, that's if you're listening to us live. Please um, get a hold of us. This is the open book with Luis Obala. Our number is 0861-555-189. We're also on Twitter at Cliff Central, um, at Cliff Central Com. And then on Facebook, Cliff Central, WeChat ID is Cliff Central. And uh, to send a message on WeChat, you must just tap connect, then MSG, then message to show, which is MSG to show. Um, but then again, if you're listening to us, on the on the podcast, and these are actually becoming quite popular. But um, this is our this is our this is our third show, and uh, already receiving so many messages of people who are who are who are really touched by uh, by the subjects that we've been having on the show. Thank you so much. So um, yeah, if you're listening at any at time of the day, in the words of Truman Bank, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It is Women's Month. And uh, so, so, so on the show today, we are celebrating women. Um, I'd like to just uh, to just quote Margaret Thatcher, who said, "If you want something said, ask a uh, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman." Yeah, women are the ones who get things going in our lives. And so, on this Women's Month, um, I'd like to to wish a happy Women's Month to the women who you know who make things happen in my life. First of all, my wife, who is so exemplary in the way that she goes about running her business, being a wife and a mother, all at the same time. I can't do all those things at the same time. And then also to my mother, who truly has become a beacon of hope to all the women in her community by having raised four successful children in an, in an environment that didn't yield any hope for anyone. And um, to my beautiful daughter, who's not yet a woman. I mean, you know, Ken's is only um, is two and a half years old. But, um, but she really is the best child that any parent could ever ask for. Now, the reason I'm, I'm wishing her a happy woman's Women's Month is because she will one day become a woman. And it's now the thing is only it, it, it's funny because because women naturally I mean, I mean, girls naturally naturally revolve to become to become women. But uh, men, you know, boys can take a lifetime before they become men. Just because you're fully grown, you've got a mustache, uh, you can even be married, you can still be a boy and you might need to be called in to be told what it is to be a man. So yeah, you know, there are just so many things that we men can learn from women. And um, I'd actually like to challenge all men out there to commit this month to not only celebrate women, but to observe them with the purpose to learn from them. Because guys, let us admit, there are some things that women are just better at than men. As a matter of fact, um, I've, actually, I've actually made a list of some of these. So here are five ways that women are better than men. Number one. A study done at the University of Georgia and Columbia found that women uh, found women to be better learners than men. In other words, women have a better approach to expanding their minds. And according to researchers, women tend to be more attentive, flexible, and organized. So chances are that they will grasp a concept at work better than their male co-workers. That is true in my house. My, my wife remembers things that I can't even remember no more. Number two. A new study out of the University of Western Ontario found that women are better at handling the stress of a job interview. Researchers show that while women get more freaked out beforehand, they actually do better at the actual event. Why? 
because women prepare more before a big event. Take a wedding, for instance. That should be a good example. Number three, do you know that women live longer than men? Among the world's population of those who are over 100 years old, 85% are women. This is according to the New England Centenarian Study, so which says that in general, women tend to live 5 to 10 years longer than men. And why is that? Here's a good reason for that. Because women are generally healthier. A survey that was done over 14,000 people conducted by the University of Minnesota showed that women choose far healthier foods than men. When I go out, I see that all the time. While I'm having my burger, there is some lady on table number five having a salad on a Saturday. I'm like, lady, it's a Saturday. It's a cheat day. What is wrong with you? And chances are because she was going to live longer. And the last reason which I'm ashamed to admit is that women are smarter than men. This has been proven. Seriously. True story. So, because according to a study of IQ tests from around the world done by researchers James Flynn, women have a higher IQ than men. But then again, I could also say, well, it's also because maybe because there are more women than men. So if you're going to do a study and you're going to, you know, um, you find that there are just more women to go around. Okay, anyway, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Um, that's what the study says. So we'll just accept it just the way that it is. Yeah, so now that I've, um, I've revved up the, um, the egos, um, the women's egos and I have the attention of all men, let's begin our show. The title of our, of, um, of, of our theme today is The Virtuous Woman, or rather The Proverbs 31 Woman. The woman described in this chapter of the Bible, Proverbs 31, um, is seen to be the ultimate woman when it comes to God's perfect purpose and plan for all women. This chapter, which is, which is quite lengthy, but I'd like to advise you all to take some time to read it, um, can be summarized in these 10 points. It is faith, marriage, mothering, health, service, finances, industry, homemaking, time, and beauty. That kind of deals with all the facts. And so when it comes to faith, which is number one, a virtuous woman serves God with all her heart, mind, and soul. She seeks his will for her life and follows his ways. When it comes to marriage, this according to, um, to Proverbs 31, a virtuous woman respects her husband. She does him good all the days of her life. She is trustworthy and a helper. When it comes to mothering, a virtuous woman teaches her children the ways of her father in heaven. She nurtures her children with the love of Christ, disciplines them with care and wisdom, and trains them in the way they should go. When it comes to health, a virtuous woman cares for her body. She, pre- she prepares healthy food for her family. When it comes to service, a virtuous woman serves her husband, her family, her friends, and her neighbors with a gentle and loving spirit. She is charitable. When it comes to, to finances, a virtuous woman seeks her husband's approval before making purchases and spends more wisely. I believe that, you know, this should, this, this should kind of go both ways. She is careful to purchase quality items, um, which her family needs. And when it comes to industry, a virtuous woman works willingly with her hands. She sings praises to God and does not grumble while completing her tasks. When it comes to homemaking, a virtuous woman is a homemaker. She creates an inviting atmosphere of warmth and love for her family and guests. She uses hospitality to minister to those around her. Number nine, when it comes to time, a virtuous woman uses her time wisely. 
She works diligently to complete her daily tasks. She does not spend time dwelling on those things that do not please the Lord. And then number 10, which is beauty. A virtuous woman is a woman of worth and beauty. She has the inner beauty that only comes from Christ. She uses her creativity and sense of style to create beauty in her life and the lives of the loved ones. So my question is, are you a virtuous woman? Or rather, do you aspire to be one? Today I have, I have two virtuous women who are my guests. Um, women who really lead just exemplary lives, not only for, for women, but also for men. Um, they are, they are ministers in their own rights. I mean, you know, they kind of say that the word of God is, uh, is unisex. And, and, and I believe that these women have, they're just not only called for women, but they're also called for men. So I'll be chatting to them afterwards. I'll introduce them afterwards. So stick with us right here on Cliff Central. Today in studio, um, I've got two guests, and the first of my guests is a very good friend of mine, uh, Pastor P. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> also known as Pushy Watson. Just a little bit of background on Pushy. Pushy Watson is an ordained pastor and a multi-talented communicator as well as a devoted wife and mother of two who embodies a spirit of excellence in every aspect of her life. Previously known as, um, as Pushy Dunn, she was first introduced to the African public as a television presenter in 97, where she developed into a well-known and popular face across the continent. So um, some of you will probably know her from, from, presenting, um, from being a presenter on Channel O, while uh, probably even more of you will know her from Jam Alley as a Pushy Pushy. Yep. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> from Pushy Pushy to Pastor P. Um, and obviously, you know, I've, I, I've got to know new you push it to the, uh, through your through your you know through just through your speaking engagements around um, around the country and I believe that you've just come back from the from the states. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I'm here for a short while and then I'm back again. And then you're back again. Yes. So what are you here for? I mean, for this time. Uh the Rema conference. Yeah. Yeah, we have a conference from the 13th to the 15th of August, 16th of August. So I'm here to. Honor my commitments to my pastor and to my spiritual home and to yeah. where it all began. Absolutely. No, that's yeah. awesome. So, so it is Women's Month and, um, yes. and, 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 and there really are just so many events out there, um, to build women, for women to come together, have fun. Um, and I believe that the Rayma Women's Conference, which is happening, which is happening next week. Yeah. Um, what do, do you have the dates for that? Yeah, from the 13th, it starts Thursday 13th night, the August. 13th of August, yeah. right through all day 14th and the 15th and um, on the 16th as well. So if you can make it, Raymond Randberg. Yeah. That weekend is going to be awesome. And what are the, um, what other guests are going to be there? From mm-hmm. America, we have Marilyn Hickey. We have Taffy Dollar, the wife of Pastor Creflo Dollar. Yeah. And also Caroline Barnett and locally myself and Shana McCauley. Awesome stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Well, I did say earlier on that the word of God is unisex. So oh, yeah. I'll be Anybody sitting there at the back acting like I'm, you know, I'm part of the sound team. Like I'm coming to fix something, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm just getting blessed myself, you know, learning something about women as well. Um, yeah, Pusha, I, th- I think let's get into it. So our theme today is the virtuous woman. Yes. Um, please, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna cheat, uh, WeChat us, um, these women know a lot about the subject we're gonna speak about. That's why I'm not gonna say much. So actually, let me just shut up. Let me just keep quiet for a second and, uh, and let you speak. Um, Pushy, what does it mean, uh, to be a virtuous woman? 
What does that phrase mean to you? Virtuous by definition means righteous, good, moral, ethical, upright, upstanding, high-minded, right-minded, right-thinking, principled, exemplary, clean, law-abiding, lawful, irreproachable, blameless, guiltless, unimpeachable, just, honest, honorable, unbribable, incorruptible, and anti-corruption, which eliminates all of us, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, is there, a, that, that seems like a lot to, um, a lot to live up to. Um, yeah, that's why the Bible says that, um, none is virtuous, none is righteous, but God. And our virtue is only in Christ. So we were all of, the wrong things and he died mm. in our place he who knew no sin became sin he who was righteous took on our unrighteousness so that we could be made righteous so virtuosity is actually a gift in found in christ the righteousness that any of us can can claim or boast of is only found in christ because without him i know i'm a hot hot mess mm. so mm. the virtuous woman is the woman who's found her identity in him who knows that Without God, I'm nothing, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's what it means to be virtuous. It means that I'm not looking at my own ability. I'm Mm. looking at God's ability and what he's done for me. And I recognize that I'm just a saint that was a sinner that found bread. And every sinner is has a future. Every saint has a past. So that's all it is. Virtuosity is not me looking down on somebody else because I'm a pastor or being better than anyone else. It's saying, hey, I'm just one sinner. Yeah. Who found the way. And I'm just telling you where it is. Mm. No, that's great. And tell me, and so which biblical, which biblical characters are the best example of a virtuous woman in the, you know? You know, there's so many great women in the Bible. Mm. Um, people can be drawn to, to Ruth or to, to Naomi or Esther. But for me, every single woman that is mentioned, is worthy of mention, even the woman at the well. Because yeah. for me, a, a, a virtuous woman is a woman who found her identity, who found her purpose, and who pursued it at all costs. So you have a woman at the well who definitely was gifted, definitely had a purpose, because the devil doesn't mess with empty vessels. And yeah. the reason Satan was after her was because he knew what she carried. He knew the end result. You know, he's alpha and omega, the Lord is. So he's looking from the end to the beginning and everything in yeah. between. And so the woman at the well is a woman who's busy with men. But her real calling is evangelism. She's got a gift to reach mm. men. And the devil is using it in all the wrong places with all the wrong faces. And so she's in the beds instead of in the streets proclaiming the gospel. But you know what? God can turn your mess into a message and your test into a testimony. She knew where to find the men. Miss Sister Holy such and such wouldn't even know where they are. Mm. But this woman, the prostitute woman, knew exactly where to find them. And so when Jesus meets her at the well, she's able to go back to all the, the places and say, Hey, come see a man. Could this be the Christ? And God can use whatever you've done and whatever you've been through to get you to where you need to be. And when you get there, you're not getting there alone. You pull everybody out with you. Mm. The whole town got saved because of a prostitute woman. Wow. I love that. You know, I love that story because it really speaks... It really speaks to the fact that, you know, nobody's close to being virtuous, that the ones who are called to be virtuous are the ones who are right at the bottom, uh, which means that, you know, Jesus didn't come... He didn't come for the best of us. He actually came for the worst of us. Um, and, and also, you know, the story of the woman at the well. I mean, this is a, this is a woman who is not, she's not Jewish. She's, uh, she's Samaritan who the Jews kind of look, yeah. look down to. And the Messiah, the Messiah chose to go to that one. So I think, you know, for all ladies out there, there is absolutely hope for you that if you're feeling at your absolute worst, you are the perfect candidate. 
for Jesus to touch your life. Amen. You know what I mean? You're the perfect candidate. Um, I, um, there's a, there's another quote I heard the other day that, you know, if you've, um, if your life has hit rock bottom, Jesus is the, is the rock at the bottom. That's awesome. Always there to, um, to carry us through. And I think like that's just so wonderful because, because we need to just instill hope back into people. And the ones who are going to be the most, the most grateful for the hope that they have are those who are right at the bottom. So if you're feeling like you're absolutely not, not worth it right now, you are the perfect candidate. As a matter of fact, um, I mean, we already have been made righteous. Yeah. You know, by Christ. Um, so how can a woman out there who has, who has lost her way bring herself back to this, um, to this moral, to this moral ground? Well, not only just moral. I mean, you mentioned like 20 things that are, you know, like that make, uh, that make a virtuous woman. First of all, you have to stop judging yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have to stop listening to what other people say about you. Find out what God says about you. Yeah. Uh, salvation is free, but it wasn't cheap. Christ paid with his life. So you're worthy of greatness. You're worthy of a great life. He died for you. Jesus didn't die for you to be a side chick, huh? one of the chicks, yeah, or some other chick. You know, Christ was the only one. God gave his only son and his best for you. So you're worthy of being the best. Mm -hmm. You need to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and keep on moving in the direction that God has for you. Find out what you're called to do. Get busy doing it at all costs. You know, there are only two types of people. People that are pursuing their purpose and people that are watching others pursue their purpose. So you have people doing things. You you see on social media all day long, uh, people going for interviews, people working, doing radio shows, TV shows, or going to the office or whatever it is that they do and then you have people sitting on twitter all day talking about people who are doing things so you're either getting on with your life or you're spectating don't be a spectator of your own destiny yeah don't be a sideline don't sit on the bench watching other people live their life get busy with yours and when you're busy living your life you don't have time yeah to notice if the grass is green on the other side because you're too busy watering your own grass Mm, there is no mm. excuse you know uh the samaritan woman uh Mother Teresa, she was the wrong race, the wrong color, the wrong nationality, the wrong gender, the wrong social status. There's really no excuse anymore. There's a black president in America. There's female presidents in Africa. So all of us have a responsibility to stop absconding our destiny to something else or our past or somebody else or what they said about you or what they did to you or who likes you or who doesn't like you. You got one life to live. The Bible says before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I appointed you. I set you apart. I knit you together. You are fearfully and wonderfully made for a purpose. God created you for something. So find out what that is and get busy doing it. Drop the excuses and move on with your life. You can do it. If Mandela could move from prison to president there's mm-hmm. no excuse for none of us so it's time for us to get busy with what god has called us to do no more insecurity no more fear amen amen no you are greater than you're greater than what you think amen you are greater than what you think i i believe that you know even the and and i'm talking as a you know like as a man and and someone who's actually quite be kind of successful in what they do but i believe that even even what i think of myself I'm worth so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Not because of how great I am, but of how great Christ is in me. Um, I've got a, I've got a message for you here, Pushy, from Nathan on, uh, on our WeChat. It says, wow, Pushy is now a pastor. What happened? How did she find the light? This is powerful. <laughs> There's like dots after every, wow, Pushy is now a pastor. What happened? How did she find the light? This is powerful. Pushy, what's the darkest place you've been in in your life? And how did you overcome it? From Nathan. 
Wow, you know, it's it's funny because I always say I met the devil before I met Jesus. Yeah. Um, the Bible says, train a child in the way that they should grow, and when they're old, they will not depart from it. I grew up in church, yeah. um, in a denominational church, mm-hmm. and um, I, I've always known God because my parents, my mother took me to church and all that. But, you know, every 10 years, uh, Coco Chanel says a woman changes her style. I believe every 10 years mm-hmm. I change in my faith. I grow more. So when I was a kid, it was resisting going to church. When I was in my teens, it was uh, not going to church. Uh, when the Lord got hold of me in my 20s, everything changed. By the time I, I was in television, by the time I was in my 30s, you couldn't pay me to be on television. I was in Bible school full time. Mm, I was volunteering mm. for six years free of charge in the church. I would rather be in the church packing the chairs than on TV getting paid. And it's just the journey that God took me on. It's not that I found the Lord, <laughs> you know, mm. people say you know, God found me. I found the Lord. It's something that's always there from the beginning. It's about you just recognizing what God has placed in you. And with a calling like mine, um, I don't think you, you, you have so much of a choice when you say, Lord, whatever you want with me, I surrender. When you, when you pray those kind of prayers, it's a bit dangerous because then he does take over yep. and then he shuts the doors that he doesn't want. And then he opens doors that no man can close. And before you know it, I went from TV to ministry. And I cannot map out the steps for anybody. It's just about destiny. Mm, mm. But looking back, I mean, we, we, we live our life forward, but we understand it backwards. And looking back, anybody who knows me personally will know that I've always been destined to be what I'm what I am now yeah. and television and all of that was sort of like a, a dress rehearsal for me because now I know how to speak publicly. Now I know how to use the microphone. Now I know how to prepare messages. Now I know how to stand in front of crowds of thousands. So that's the way I look at it. And it gave me uh, instant influence because people then knew me via television. Mm, I didn't mm. have to get onto the microphone and, and, and beg people to, to listen to me preaching. Yeah. They were curious already. Like, hmm, what is she going to say that girl from Jam Alley? And even if that's how they tuned in, I don't care how God brings them. He can bring them anyhow, as long as they meet the Savior at the end of the day. Amen. Amen. Yep. Okay. So I guess, I guess wherever you are, whatever situation you are in, just, just open your eyes, you know, chances yeah. are whatever it is that you've been called to do is right there. Right there by your side You know We always always think that We've got to go elsewhere In order to find our destiny We've always got to be Somebody else In order to be the best um, The best you know That we want to be But um, I believe that You know You've been given Everything Everything has been given to you Okay uh, That pertains to life and to godliness, and all you've got to do is just to wake up to it. Just wake up to the fact that you are great. Just wake up to the fact that you know um, that 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 it's been given to you. That you know, and um, and just start living from there. Thank you so much, Bishop, for those for those wise words. You're such a young woman with so much wisdom. No, I'm not mm. that young. It's both. Plastic <laughs> surgery is all of the above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be back after after this uh, with my second guest. Yeah, keep it tuned right here on Cliff Central. My second guest today is uh, just so inspirational. Uh, you guys will not believe what this what this woman has to say. Um, she's achieved just so much in her life. Um, Pushu was just saying just now that you know what, patience has an anointing for business because why must Christians be broke? There's this whole thing of like you know some of the times um, we always like we always like yeah you know um, it doesn't it doesn't look good if you are a Christian and you're just flashing this and this. I think you know the thing is uh, these things are material and you can't help but people to see them you know. Mm. But what we hope is that God is glorified oh, through yes. them. Oh, yes. um, yeah. So yeah. let me give a little bit a um, little bit of background on uh, on this patience Mlengan. Patience Mlengan is a notable entrepreneur, teacher, author, inspirational figure 
Kenya and a woman of great faith. She's head of Patience Holdings, which specializes in construction and development and is a director of Regro, am I saying it right, Patience? Yes. <laughs> Regro Technologies and Green Connect, companies in the telecom sector. You can hear it's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Patience um, is a minister of the gospel, a sought-after public speaker with invitations to address conferences in Africa, America, and Europe. But today she's here with us on Hallelujah. the open book on Clove <laughs> Central. <laughs> Welcome, Sister Patience. Thank you so Thank much for being so with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Sister Patience, let's get right into it. Um, mm. what, is it what to you does it mean to be a virtuous woman in terms of what you do? I think um, in the context of what we're talking about in Proverbs 31, woman, it's a metaphor of the kind of woman who was very um, faithful to her husband, hmm. to her family, to the society. She understood her place and what her calling is on earth. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, uh, just before we get obviously in, in, into mm. the business side of things, um, what I'm sure a lot of women gra- uh, grapple with is the fact that why do I have to be submissive to a man and, uh, and doesn't he also have to be submissive, you know, to me, you know, because, because the Bible speaks a lot about the fact that women submit to your husband, you know, and I know that you are, you are a great example of a, of a wonderful wife, you know, to your, uh, to your husband. Oh, yes. You know, um, whatever that God tells us to do in the word of God is for our benefit, not for anybody's benefit. And a woman that submits has power because you are given power. There is no man that has a submissive woman who would not honor his wife. Wow. Power. And he, it, you, you have power in your marriage when you submit to your husband. Actually, more than anything for me, it's honoring the word of God. It starts with God in your life. So if God says do something, sometimes you have, um, I, I've spoken to many women that found it difficult to submit to their husband because they don't found them worthy to be submitted to because maybe they are not maintaining them or they don't work or whatever. Mm. But when you start on the word of God, God gets busy with sorting out your situation. Amen, mm-hmm. amen. And um, and and what important role do women do women play in society? Um, I think the first thing is, uh, like Pushy said, mm. it's important to understand your purpose. Your purpose is not about me, myself, and I. God has called us to be a blessing to other people. Mm. And if you read uh, Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, it says, If you seek diligently to my commandments and do them, I will set you above all nations of the earth. So God doesn't have... Um, uh, he has a global view of your life. Mm. You have to have influence not only in your own home or in your society. He takes even to nations. Mm. So, but you start at home. You know, you cannot be an a, an icon outside. I cannot be a celebrity outside when my marriage is 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 being messed up. When my children don't even see me, it starts at home and then it extends to the society that I live in, mm. and then it goes to the nation, then to the nations. Yeah, 
Yes. Absolutely. No, definitely. Yeah, you're sure. So, I mean, sorry. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just a little bit, um, <laughs> just a little bit, yeah, dumbfounded because, because I've always believed the fact that it starts with us yes. and then family. Yes. And then the nation. Yes. And the nations. Yes. Yeah. I'm just reading what you're saying because it's just so powerful. Yeah. Um, now, how does, you know, some people, um, some people would have, would have a problem of the fact that how can you, you know, how, to, how do you become a successful businesswoman? Like you are, but then still remain a, 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 a Christian, if I can say it like that. You know, how do those, how do those two come together? You know what revolutionized my, um, my perspective in terms of business? I read Matthew 20, Matthew 6, verse 24 to, mm-hmm. to the end. Jesus is speaking there. He's saying, uh, no man, can serve two masters. It's either you love one and hate the other. Yeah. You cannot serve God and mama and money. Mm-hmm. So I said, Lord, reveal this to me. What are you saying? And as you read further, it says, look at the beds of the air. They do not even toil uh, or store in barns. Look at the lilies of the valley. You know, God yeah. cares for them. Oh, you of little faith. Mm. So it tells me Jesus is saying when you get born again, you get transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So when you come to the kingdom of light, you should not be chasing money. You chase God and money will chase you because he says the blessing of the of the Lord make rich. They add no sorrow. So when you chase money. It will bring sorrow to you. But wow. when you chase the things of the Lord, all these things. So, Louisa, I had so many things that I wanted. So <laughs> many things. I was desperate. Yeah. But I wanted it to be so sustainable. I didn't want the tables to turn. I needed a kingdom that can assure me that it is going to be from glory to glory to glory. Yeah. And I didn't want to toil because toiling is part of the curse. I mm, wanted mm. an assurance to be in a place that I know that my future is secured in Jesus Christ. So Jesus has, he has told us how to do business. Yeah. And he wants us to do business, but it doesn't come with toiling. Mm. And you don't have to rob anybody. The problem is a lot of people who are Christians, the reason why they continue to struggle is because they do it the worldly way. Which is? The worldly way, they, they bribe like the worldly way. They uh. do things the way they lobby the, lo- the, 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 the worldly way. What does the word say? You know, Jesus in John 17, he's saying, it's like he's doing a performance appraisal with his father, God. He says, when I was on earth, he doesn't say I raised the dead. He doesn't say I did the miracles. He doesn't say all of the nice things that we know about him. He doesn't say I changed water into wine. He said, when I was with them, the one thing that I did, I gave them your word. And when... As I have given them your word, they are no longer of the world as I am not of the world. And he repeats that twice Mm. in that passage. He says they are no longer of the world. And my prayer for them is that do not take them out of the world, but deliver them from the evil one. He goes on to say that as you sent me, Mm -hmm. I have sent them. Yeah. I sanctify myself that they too can be sanctified. And he says, 
Your word is truth. Sanctify them by your word because mm. your word is truth. So if you are a businesswoman or a businessman yeah. and you are born again, you have no other way to do it according. There's but no the way word. you can be successful except for the word of God. But, but by the word. By, by the, the way, by that's the why the show. That's why the show is called the open. You know, the open book. There yeah. are um, there are so many quotes out there. I mean, every single day I open my Twitter or I mm. open my my Instagram. Mm. You know, you'll find a new quote that's trying to inspire you. Yes. It's not I'm like, yeah, oh, cool. It's it's okay. But I feel like this is a watered down version. Oh, yes. of the um of the of the word. Certainly, and that is not the And that's not even the living word. Yes. You know, this is the living word. It's about it time is. that we come back to opening. Our books You know when I think about my life Naturally there's no way I can explain How God took me From Never inherited anything To put me where I am now It is only by the grace of God And it's only God No man can stand there and say You know what this is how you've made it. Yeah. Can you give us something like, do you have a testimony maybe that you'd like to share? It will be, I've it, got it will too really many testimonies. Just give us, I've just got give too us one. Many testimonies. Just give us yes. one. Um, concerning what, I mean, even, you know, I don't know if you know that my husband in 2008 literally was, um, in coma for 17 and a half days. Wow. And the doctor said he was not going to leave. Wow. And you know, I just stood on the word of God. Yeah. I, I, there was no time to phone pastors. There was no time to even open the Bible. The word that was in my spirit had to come forth because, you know, um, a lot of people go to church and listen to a pastor preach, but there's no way you can be successful like that. That's so true. You have to read so the true. word. And when the day of evil comes, not if the day, yeah. when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. So That's when the thing. day of evil came to me, I was able to stand because I said, Satan, it is written that my husband will live and not die. He will live to declare the works of the Lord. And you were declaring the word. Not I to, was not declaring the word of God. I, the doctors told me that he was not going to live. Mm, mm. You know, he was in ICU for four and a half months, medical aid got finished the bill came to 3.8 million but you know what the word says it says when the devil is caught stealing when the enemy is caught stealing let him pay sevenfold i said devil wrong Mm. address (laughs) i want that 3.7 million times seven sevenfold (laughs) so that next time he must think twice before he attacks anybody in my home absolutely no no that's awesome that's awesome and that money came back Literally, more than that. More than that. Yes. Oh, I'm coming to your house afterwards. We're going to have some tea afterwards. Yes. Pushy, how important, I mean, like, you know, I, I, I think you're staying on the subject of the word. How mm. important is it for, um, I mean, look, I'm, I'm trying to speak to the ladies now, but how important mm. is, is it for all of us to, um, to stay, I mean, like, to stay in the word? And what's the best way that we can apply, I mean, like that, that we can actually read it and just get into it? You know, um, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Nike said, just do it. So just do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, TD Jakes in the nineties used to say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Because when 
the calamity comes, like Sister Patience says, you won't have time to get ready. You better be ready. You know, it's like an ATM that you're just depositing the word into. Yes. Just read the word. Just listen to, to, to gospel music or, or gospel television or go to church. Deposit what you want mm. to take out one day. You know, it's like putting money into the ATM machine. You never know when you'll need to make a withdrawal. Mm. So when time comes, however much you've put in is what you're going to be able to take out. You know, yeah. uh, I was in the States. Uh, uh, last week and I just I was just attending a conference and I said good morning and Pastor Paula said you're on in three minutes there was no time to even get nervous because wow. you don't tell a preacher you're preaching a whole sermon at three minutes notice we prepare weeks you yeah. know for something like that I'll prepare months you know, mm, I, I, mm, I choose, I choose my hairstyle, my Come nails, on. my, I get my makeup artist, you know, and, and, and she said, you're on it. I said, okay, let me get ready. She says, no, you are ready. You're on after this song. You have three minutes to get to the platform. Let me tell you something. It was the years yeah. of sitting on my couch reading the word. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, I used to say to my husband, I feel like I'm doing nothing with my life. All I do is read my Bible every single day. I read the Bible from cover to cover. For years I've been doing it. Yeah. And people mocked me. But let me tell you something. Their calling is not my calling. Okay? Maybe they don't have to withdraw the amount I need to withdraw when I need it. Maybe yeah. God is not, not putting a big withdrawal on, on a demand on them. So it's the years of reading cover to cover, not even knowing what I was deposited within mm, me that mm. allowed me to get up there and preach live stream in America for Paula White Ministries. Wow. And and what I'm trying to say is do the mundane. Open your Bible, get a reading plan. If I follow a reading plan that helps you read the whole Bible in a year, you may not have to do that. You may not have the calling that I have. Do what you need for where you're going to. But be diligent. But the with best it. thing is the best thing is get a time, open that thing it's that simple it, there's I mean? no shortcut to destiny you know i didn't get lucky you know <laughs> people's patients were saying just now yeah. that like once you you know once you're born again yeah. you just have to get into it because it's yes. the only way you're going to gain success but when you do you see people think that the bible is so boring but that's the one of the only books i read to be honest i will try to read other books if i really need to but the book that i read year after year is the bible yeah. and when you start to read to read it when i open it i say lord reveal to me the mysteries and the wonders of your word and that book becomes alive it becomes real whatever i'm going through or things that i see in life i can see practical examples and practical solutions in that book mm. try, try it give Absolutely. it a try and you know what the thing is i mean especially you were speaking earlier on about the fact that you know don't just listen to your pastor um because a lot of times you know we like to live by by what people say you know yes. and whereas like we should be living by what god is saying to oh, us yes, definitely. that's why you find that you know you find that some people move from church to church it's like no you know what i think i'm over that pastor now i think <laughs> the things that he was saying he's like yes no he's an evangelist so he's still trying to get the ones who are still new you know but this new pastor yo he's full of word eh? Oh. you know what cc yeah. can i tell you something the bible it's yes. full of word, you know. I've been in Rema for more than 20 years and every time I sit under Pastor Ray, I just get something new. You know, the but other day I was reading the Bible and, um, you know, um, uh, Romans 8, 19 says the whole creation Mm-hmm. Is groaning and moaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. Yeah. And I said, Lord, what is creation? Creation is me. Creation is the tree. Creation is houses. They've mm-hmm. been created. But how can trees 
be groaning and moaning. And he says, everything has been created at the end of the day to praise the Lord. So anything that is being used not to give glory to God, it is, it is subjected to frustration, not by its own will. So the houses that are owned by the wicked are Crying to be owned Ooh, by Christians. The, the, the money that is in the hands of the wicked, it is crying to be in the hands of the Christians, of somebody that hold, that will hold that money and say, Lord, I give you praise. The cars, the Rolls Royces, the Bentleys that are driven by the wicked are saying, where is a Christian to praise <laughs> the Lord the in this car? It, because groaning creation groaning. is groaning and mourning. It wants to be taken out of Frustration. Oh, Hallelujah. That is. <laughs> we have a church in here. Come on, where's the offering basket? Somebody bring the offering in this place. We have a church up in Cliff Central. Can I hear an amen right now? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Creation is growing. You better call somebody. Yeah. <laughs> now, how important, you know, we obviously. Uh, and now, in all of this, right? Yeah. In all, in all this receiving, yes. and um, and uh, how important is giving? Oh, you know what? Um, the Bible says in in Galatians six verse seven, God is not mocked. Whatsoever mm-hmm. that you sow, that also shall you reap. And giving is a principle not only to the Christian. You know, um, a person that lives a life of giving. Will always have plenty of what they give. So it works positively and negatively. If you gossip too much, gossip will come back to you. So when you give, whatever that you give, if you give prayer, you know, um, a lot of people, even in the, in the Christian circles will be so jealous of each other. They will say, Oh, pushy has got more people or whatever. But if I give myself time to pray for her and yeah. give to her ministry, it will be given back to me, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So for mm. me, I'm a giving person. My life is from giving the day I received Jesus Christ. In my life, I told you I needed so many things. So I told myself that I will do everything that God tells me to do. And mm. giving is part of my life. My husband and I'm gonna, I have got I'm going to, I'm going to testify to that. Nobody that I know gives more than her. Wow. I'm telling you the truth. You know, people see how much you get, but they never see how much you give because it says, let not your right hand see what your left hand is doing. And so yeah. she may not give publicly so people know, but she builds schools. She builds churches where she comes wow. from. She she sends people to university. If anybody has a need, you know, you think she's called Patience Bank. Because if anybody has a need, they're always after her. And she, wow. she gives away up to millions. I'm not even joking with you. She gives away cars. Please don't call her, okay? Because I said this. But it's the truth. She has a book on sowing and reaping. And wow. that's how seriously she takes it. She's always giving because you can never outgive God. Yes. Whatever leaves your hand never leaves your life. Yes. God is not True. a cheap God. He'd never be your debtor. So you're not going to give him and he'll shortchange you or even give you back just what you give. The Bible says, press down, shaking together and running over. Will you receive if mm. you give? And the good news is that what you sow, you reap. The oh, bad yes. news is what you sow, you reap. So you choose. Huh? That is very true. I remember when yeah. my husband and I had nothing. Yes. And we, we knew where we were going and we knew that we have to sow our way to that. 
place. Mm. And um, my children were still very small. My firstborn, Ayanda, was very small. And I taught her how to give for her education. And she said to yeah. me, Mommy, I wow. want to study overseas. I said, we're going to sow for that. We're going to take other people's children to school so wow. that God can take care of Amen. your education. And today it is just so humbling to see the answer to prayer. Mm. Even for her as a young child to see God answering her prayers. She is studying in Scotland now and God is providing. She's We're paying in pounds, but God, I mean, there was just <laughs> no way. If we no, had absolutely. looked at the weather, there was giving. no way that we could think that could be possible. Well, amen. You know, um, I remember when I sort of started, uh, you know, shifting from, shifting from R&B yes. to, uh, to gospel, I thought, okay, what I'm going to do is that I'm going to get some money together. I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to go to a conference, mm. which is actually on right now, which is the deeper conference. Mm. And, um, I thought because, because over there, there were all these guys that I absolutely admire, um, who are like, I mean, who are Grammy award winners, yes. you know, and they're all going to get together in one place and, and, and put on this conference. So I thought, okay, well, if I want to be successful in what I do, I need to go over there and see how they do it, you yes. know, because I believe mm. that it's by, it's by watching mm. other people. Mm. When I got there, Mm. They were, um, you know, in the States, it's not like South Africa, like where, where, um, where we have helpers, where we mm. can pay people mm-hmm. from outside to come and like clean mm. or to, or, or to cook. There, you gotta get your, your hands yes. dirty unless you yes. want to pay big monies ah. to get other people to do stuff for you. So when I got there, you know, some people had volunteered and, um, there were guys, um, th- 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 you know, some of the guys were, were selling t-shirts. Um, it wasn't even their t-shirts or even their CDs. They were selling the CDs of the host, which is Israel, you know, um, which is, mm. Which is Israel Houghton mm. They were cleaning the church They were cooking wow. for people They were allowing people in And and you know And and um, and, and every time they would ask Does anybody want to You know if you, if you guys want to Maybe just help in any area mm-hmm. And you know And I'll admit I just kind of thought Ah oh, you know what I'm sure they've got people for those You know like for those kind of things Who are mm. here You know mm-hmm. to sort of Sort of think that I'm all that You know mm. Because I'm a big star back at home mm. Three days later I, I found out that some of those guys are Grammy Award winners. Wow. These are people who are huge in their own right and everybody knows them, but they came there to serve. Yes. And all of a sudden, you know, I was, I was brought to tears. I mean, I was literally repenting because for the first time I saw that, you know, in order to be the, in, in order to be the greatest, yes. you need to, you know, you need to you be, need to serve. you need to serve, yeah. you know? So you know what? True wealth will do to you, mm. Mm. will humble you. Yeah. When it comes to God, you from God, there's no way that you can be a proud person yeah. when God has made you. Yeah. Wow. Because you will know that without Him, you are nothing. Amen. The, you, you know, yeah. people may be thinking you're a celebrity and all that, but when you get to your closet, mm. you know that you are nothing yeah. without Christ. And you know what? And I believe that God provides a seed yes. to the sower. Yes. So, so, so no matter mm. how much it is that you have out there, I believe that there is something that God has given you, which you can give away. Chances are, if it can't meet your needs, it is supposed to be a seed. Yeah. So don't eat your seed. Yeah. Um, that is just such a wonderful way to do You just know how off, I started? Know? Uh, when I heard about the gospel of giving and all that, I used to give five run, ten run. You see? You know, it starts there. I, I could, it starts 
is that start where you are. Don't say uh, one day I'll give millions when you have yeah. never even given 5,000 rands. You start there. And I remember one time I saw that a man gave a million rand and I said, Lord, How did I can't it do wait to give for the day that I can that be able to heart. do that. That is a good heart. This ladies, we're going to have to just wrap it up. Um, yes. Last words, Sister Fuji? Yeah, um, you know, on the same subject of serving, Virtuous, yeah. many people ask me how I got to where I am. And the truth is I served. I left yeah. TV and started packing the chairs for the meetings at the Dome. Uh, actually, I had already enjoyed fame, so I didn't mind being in the background. Mm. And six years later, as a full-time volunteer in the church, that's how I got to where I am. Uh, on the topic of Women's Month and being a virtuous woman, just be you. Mm-hmm. Do you, boo. <laughs> Do you, boo-boo. Be you. Don't let anybody tell you who you are, what you need to do. Be true to yourself. I'm a dancing preacher because I was dancing in the clubs for the devil. I can dance on the platform for Jesus. And I'm not ashamed to say it. Do you, boo-boo. Love you guys. God bless Thank you. you. Suspicious of good. Literally got a few seconds. Any, any last words? I just want to say, you know what? Honor the Lord. What he tells you to do, do it. Yeah. And he will uplift you. Humility is the key. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, and, uh, and what I got out of this is um, the Bible says, you know, give and it shall be given oh, back yes, to you. Definitely. Uh, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Yes. And so, yeah, if you got, um, if it if it costs you three million, you know, the devil better not mess with it because when he gives it back, it's going to have to be seven times. Oh four. yes. So what has been sto- yes. so what has been stolen from you yes. is going to be given back to you. You have to claim it down, though. You won't together, give it to you over. for free. By the word. By the way, as we had said, thank you so much to my guests. Love you guys and see you guys next time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. This is cliffcentral.com.